...as they strutted around like latter-day Edwardian dandies, dressed in their pale blue frock coats with velvet collars and their brothel creeper shoes. When skiffle groups flourished, milk bars opened and fish fingers made their appearance. I came into the world weighing eight pounds and one ounce at number one Richard Road Rotherham, delivered by the midwife Nurse Mabel Knowles. I know this to be true because Miss Knowles, then in her eighties, came to see me when I was performing my one-man show, An Evening with Gervais Finn, on stage in Barnsley many years later. "'I've seen you with no clothes on,' she said mischievously after the performance. "'It was me who brought you into the world.' Then she added, "'You were a big baby, and had a lot to say for yourself. Ah, and you've not changed much, have you?' I was the fourth and last child of Richard James, Jimmy, Finn, and Margaret Patricia, Pat, Finn. The eldest of the children was Christine Moyer, then came Michael Anthony, Mike, and Alexander James, Alec. I was the last, the least able, and probably the most indulged. Just after I was born, my parents moved up the hill to number 19, a pre-war, semi-detached house, three up, three down, with an inside toilet, a small front garden, and a long back garden. It had a spacious detached garage, a garden shed, and a greenhouse. Unlike other houses on the street, it also had French windows in the living room, and a gate at the end of the garden which led to a large allotment. Mum and Dad had the double bedroom at the front of the house, Christine the small box room at the rear, and I shared a room with my brothers. Michael had a single bed, Alec and I shared a double. Downstairs there was a small kitchen, a narrow hall, and an all-purpose living-come-dining room, where we spent most of our lives. The living room had an open fire, and each morning one of the boys would go through the ritual of clearing out the ashes and putting them into a bucket by the back door for Dad to put on the garden. I loved the open fire, and would toast pikelets before covering them liberally with butter. I remember setting off for school each morning, past houses with every chimney, belching out smoke from fires like our own. I would arrive at the top of Alma Road, where a cocktail of pollutants from the Don Valley mixed with the coal smoke from the houses to produce a cloak of thick, evil-smelling smog that felt like something you could reach out and touch. Sometimes, when the steelworks were in full production, the carbon and the sulphur would burn your windpipe if you didn't wear a scarf around your mouth. The front room of the house at Richard Road was for best. It was kept scrupulously clean, and it was where visitors were received and my mother retired to play the piano. I was allowed to go in there to read quietly, but toys, drinks and food were taboo. A heavy green brocade three-piece suite dominated the room, and the remaining space was occupied by the polished mahogany piano, a small occasional table, a radiogram, and a veneered glass-fronted china cabinet in which were kept all my mother's bits of cut glass and china. On the wall there were two large reproduction prints of pre-Raphaelite paintings, given to my mother by a grateful patient as a thank-you present when she was a nurse. One was of Dante on a bridge, The other depicted a group of beautiful young women with long auburn hair and faraway looks, and five noble, handsome knights in shining armour looking on.
the melting colours, the combination of mystery and sensuality, the classical perfection and balance, fascinated me. I discovered later, when my second son Matthew was studying for a degree in fine art, that the latter painting is Laos Veneris by Sir Edward Coley Byrne-Jones. As a youngster, I would sometimes sit on the settee and stare at the picture of the pre-Raphaelite beauties and imagine the world in which the characters lived, a distant, exotic, colourful world, very different from my own. More often, I would take my book into the front room, Whitefang or Kidnapped, A Biggles Adventure or King Solomon's Mines, and become lost in the stories, losing all sense of time. In that front room, curled up on that heavy settee, I vanished from the known world into the imaginary. Richard Road was a safe, warm environment for children to grow up in. And we had the